2: Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening.
1: Folks, What's going on grid.
2: This is SportsGrid.
0: Get on the grid.
3: Fantasy Football
4: Frenzy. Yeah, 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 welcome in everybody, Championship Week here on the network. Want the edge? Get on the grid, Sports Grid Network that is, where you could catch us, the Fantasy Football Frenzy. I am your host, the closer Chris Venture here in Studio 34. Midtown Manhattan alongside fantasy Taz, Jim Day, we got angry George Kurtz. We got the whole crew here today and we're really going to deep dive into the games this week because this is it. You got one shot. Don't blow it. You know what I'm saying? Don't blow it. Fancy Taz. How you feeling today? How you living? How's things?
5: Oh, uh, I'm doing okay. I'm about a week away from living in a box. Outside of that, everything else is good.
4: Don't say that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, you know, you're only in uh, one championship and you got another one that you could possibly uh, make some money from, but, you know, you have overall, you helped a lot of people win championships. Let's be for real. George Kurtz.
5: Oh, I don't worry about that, Chris. It is what it is. I mean, if I win, I win. If I lose, I lose. I've been doing this too long to worry about that.
4: Exactly. There you go right there. George Kurtz, how you doing, brother? Well, I'm doing
6: well. I'm not, not living in a box anytime soon. Maybe a nice big refrigerator box I can deal
4: with. <laughs> nice little refrigerator box. I'm down to living like the bush. You know, like Alaskan bush people. I don't know if any of you ever watched Alaskan bush people. Michael Bush? I kind of get uh, a...
6: <laughs> Reggie Bush?
4: I, I kind of got hooked to Alaskan... <laughs> the bush, you know, the Alaskan bush. Uh, you know,
6: no, I don't know any I watch, Alaskan bushes, but I've never been there. Watch this, I'm watching Alaskan bush at night. I mean, I Shall watch we? the Alaskan Bush. It's, town, I watch the Alaskan Jim, you want to come over? Forget football Sunday. We'll watch the Alaskan <laughs> Bush. <laughs> it's pretty
4: good. It's not bad. It teaches you a few things about life and to be grateful for what you got.
5: You know what I'm it saying? definitely teaches you lots of, of things that will help you in Brooklyn. Well, <laughs>
4: not really. No, exactly. It's a total opposite, but it makes you grateful for what you have in Brooklyn. It also makes you depressed in, about all the stresses of Brooklyn. Brings on a lot of anxiety living in a big city. You know what I'm saying? When you live in the bush, a lot less anxiety. It's just that simple. Uh, But Let's talk about football. Yeah, we got that out of the way. (laughs) Let's talk about football here. It's week 16. We got three Saturday games. I want to dive right into the Saturday games when we can. But uh, latest news and notes. Big news, of course. As we predicted, Chris Godwin officially out for week 16. It's going to be the Perriman show. And I know everybody loves Perriman. It's becoming this big thing. Let's start Perriman over everybody. But uh, I'm not really, I'm, I'm a little worried about it, to be honest. Uh, I don't know if I want to do it. If I, if I had him, I don't have him. So uh, in DFS, love it. But in season long, I know you got to do it. I know it's a start, but I'm kind of worried gotta about it.
5: You got to do it. It really depends on who else you have. And, yeah. you know, again, it comes down to do you think you need the upside? Because he is the upside. Where do you if have... you think you need upside, then go for it. If you think you need safe, then stay away because he's not safe. Is he? Is
4: he uh, in the wide receiver two or three tier for you?
5: Uh, I yeah, I, I I have him as a wide receiver. You know, low end two, top end three, but with you know, as we saw last week, we're a wide receiver one upside.
4: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, that upside was huge last week. He had three touchdowns and just killed it. Um... I don't
5: expect that kind of game again. Yeah. You know, especially for someone who's, I, I think, had four touchdown passes in his career leading up to this.
4: Right. He's done nothing basically in his career leading up to this recent stretch.
5: Fortunately, will. he has a quarterback now that doesn't care what he's done before. If he's out on the field, he's got to throw him the ball.
4: That's it. <laughs> it's not about the name, right? Not about the name on the jersey. Um, Robbie Anderson misses practice today due to an illness but i expect that's just uh you know obviously just an illness so hopefully he'll be back
5: he's sick of the jets
4: yeah i'm sure the whole <laughs> team is um except for adam Gase, maybe because he's got to be sick of himself that's the only thing he See, can...
5: now th- this is an interesting thing to me if you're the jets do you want to feed bell this week going up against pittsburgh i mean you gotta think if there's anybody motivated on your team to do anything this week it's gotta be bell If I'm the coach, I'm looking at giving Bell the ball 30 times, whether it's on the ground or through the air. The
4: problem is Gase is the coach.
5: Well, that is the problem. (laughs) And as we're seeing with everybody that gets free of Gase, he is the problem.
4: He is the problem. Um, But Gase, like most coaches will probably be like, yeah, have your revenge game. He has 30-plus touches. But Gase, I don't think so. It might be the opposite. It might (laughs) actually be the opposite. Well, ridiculous. if
5: it's the opposite, then Gase absolutely needs to be uh, on the sideline or coaching an XFL team.
4: <laughs> exactly. There you go right there. Um, Dalvin Cook, unlikely to play Monday. Me and uh, Big Tom were talking about this yesterday. He was, he's got a lot of Dalvin Cook. I got a lot of Dalvin Cook. Um, we said we almost want to see him ruled out. Right now, it's just unlikely. It's not guaranteed, but uh, we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully, you have Mike Boone.
5: Or... Ah, but wait, no, no. See, here's the rub, though. You can't trust any of this because now, you know, Mike Zimmer's coming out today and saying, "Oh, well, you know, we we have a a good expectation that Madison should be able to play on Monday night." Now, I don't trust anything that comes out of Zimmer's mouth. So, you know, it could be just flat out lies, trying to get the defense to look in a different direction. Right. And it could be Boone and Boone only. Except it's a Monday night football game. If Madison is out there that really hurts the, vo- the value of both of these guys because you just don't know what the split is going to be. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to wor- wait for that Monday night matchup uh, to-, to make that decision. I mean, most people won't have that luxury, um, you know, unless maybe you have Jamal Williams on the other side that you could throw in at the last minute if you have to. But, man, if you got somebody that's a little bit more solid in the Saturday or Sunday games, you got to play them over him.
4: Wow. Yeah, it's interesting. Hopefully we we get news tomorrow, some guaranteed news, whether it's out or in, we'd like to know exactly what the case is. We're not going
5: to, though. You, you can forget that. Not if this happen? is what Zimmer's saying now, yeah. then either it's true and Madison is going to play and we won't know that until Monday night, or it's false and he's not going to back off that story because he's trying to get the defense to look in a different direction.
4: Right, right, right. Throwing the wool over the Packers' eyes. No, while we also won't the know this.
5: We really won't know this until Monday night. Unless <laughs> Madison tries to practice and really gets hurt again.
4: Right, right, right. Well, it's interesting. Maybe you have uh, Adam Thielen and you could plug him into the flex if you're holding on. I don't know. Or As a, long
5: as you have uh, somebody. somebody else on Monday night, it gives you a little bit more leverage. Right, you can maybe But throw if in you don't flex. have anybody else on Monday night, you're, you're screwed.
4: Yeah, there you go right there. All right, we'll be right back. After this on a hot Thursday here on Fantasy Football Frenzy.
3: Make sure you get on the grid.
0: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: All right. Keep it light and breezy. Shout out to the pit, Ballstool Brian, Alex Paisano, the BFFs, the crew. Woo! Little Bob Molly. Welcome back. fancy football frenzy. Trying to stay relaxed for the ship. That's how you do it. Fancy Taz, Jim Day, George Curtsy, boy, The Closer, Chris Ventra. Give us a call if you got questions. We got answers. 844-843-6879 is the number to dial. And uh, don't forget, you can catch us every day, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday on the Sports Grid Network, Zumo TV Channel 719, Pluto TV Channel 517. Shout out to Pluto. Uh... And, you know, iHeartRadio, STIR, wherever you guys listen to podcasts, we got you. A couple other things here. Gerald Everett logs a full practice yesterday. So this is interesting. I mean, we still like Higby, but uh, Everett looks to be pretty healthy here, logging a full practice. You would assume that would continue. Uh, I also see Christian Kirk doesn't practice Wednesday. I don't know how many people are starting Christian Kirk in the championship right now, but, uh, you know, keep an eye on that if you do have him. Noah Fant dealing with a shoulder issue. T.Y. Hilton supposedly will see more snaps in week 16. That's another Saturday game. So if you have Hilton, you got to keep your eye on that. He hasn't been trustworthy at all. Uh, Carlos Hyde is out of practice Wednesday with an ankle, but not injury-related. Didn't practice Wednesday, so I don't know what that's about, but... um. Keep your eye on that as well if you're planning on starting Hyde. I don't know if I would, but we'll continue on. All right, that's all the news I got for you right now. Let's start breaking down the games. Once again, 844 843 Let's start with the Saturday games, guys. i will throw up the first graphic. You got at 1 o'clock 8 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, Saturday. Houston Texans at Tampa Bay Bucks, the big one. The over-under is 50. It moved up from yesterday, which it was, I think it was 49, 49 and a half. So it's going even higher. People are betting. Uh, well, it
5: started at like 53 and then went down a lot. Did it? Now it's starting to come back up. Yeah.
4: I never saw 53. Yeah, so, okay, interesting. All right. And then you got the Texans, a minus three on the road here. Obviously, the Bucks don't have their weapons. Perriman is the guy here. Uh, I threw up on the board. I don't know if the board is up right now, but basically... You got Watson, you got Hopkins, and Fuller on the Texans.
5: Yeah, but can you trust Fuller after Uh,
4: last week? I was worried about pulling Fuller on there, too, but.
5: I don't know if I could trust Fuller in the championship after a basic zero last week. I just couldn't. I mean, I know the upside is there. It it does come down to whether or not you, you think you need that big upside. But as long as Kenny Stills is on the field, man, I think these two fight it out. Every week, and you just don't know which one is going to be the guy.
4: So let's throw Fuller into the fringe. The starts are Watson Hopkins and the Bucks, Winston Perriman. That's about it. Am I right? I put on fringe Duke Johnson, Carlos Hyde, Rojo, O.J. Howard.
5: You can that throw Fuller in there. i got even put Cameron Brayton in the fringe.
4: Cameron Brayton in the fringe, okay. Without want...
5: the two top receivers, it could be either one of the tight ends that gets the big play. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily have to be Howard. There's been a few weeks where it's been Braid who got to work and Howard didn't. So I mean, I know Howard's coming on, and it probably is going to be Howard. But as long as Braid is there, he can do it too.
4: It's true. I mean, obviously, I would think you'd want to, you know, plug in Howard before you plug in a, a Braid. Uh, I don't know how many people. I mean, if you're in a championship right now, I wonder hopefully, what uh, the tight. Hopefully, ends. this yeah. isn't
5: a decision you yeah, have to make. Yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> I'm wondering what tight ends. You know, these championship teams have. Like, I, I, wanna, I want people to call up and tell me their teams because honestly, I want to hear what type of tight ends we got in the championship. I know there's going to be a lot of Lamar Jacksons in the championship. I know I got two myself out of the three that I'm in. And there's going to be a lot of Christian McCaffreys, right? I'm sure there's going to be quite a few Dalvin Cooks,
5: Michael Thomas.
4: Michael Thomas. Uh, yeah, so the best guys, obviously. But I wonder who else.
5: Kelsey, CP. Ertz, Hicks. Higby could have driven a lot of teams into the championship.
4: Higby's being, a, uh, yeah, a fantasy playoff winner for people right now. So interesting to see what happens with that. But let's start with that, George. Um, Houston at Tampa Bay, in terms of wagering, how do you think this game will go? What will you touch in this game? I know you like the prop bets,
6: though. Uh, yes, yeah, nice standalone game set, uh, Saturday afternoons. So I will be betting it. I mean, the over-under 50, that's a lot. Wow, yeah. like oh, what a shot. Especially if, uh, if Tammy does have issues with the passing and not being able to move the ball there. Uh, Houston, listen, Houston just laid an egg two weeks ago against Denver. Right. You know, I mean, the game's important, but not overly important. I believe their magic number is one. So, any combination of a win by them in their final two or a loss by Tennessee, they clinch the division. So, I do wonder how they show up in this game as far as uh, the over is concerned. I think points will be scored. I don't know. I, uh, I'm probably am going to go prop heavy on this. Uh, I got the over-under at 52, minus 175 on the uh, money line, minus three for the game. I lean towards Houston. I have to. But if I bet, uh, as far as the game is concerned, it'll be a small amount. I'll be going more prop crazy. Mm-hmm.
4: See, for me, I'm just thinking right now, and, and I t- spoke to Steve Sadovoy, who you guys know. He's been on the program a couple times. And uh, he made a good point because I think that Tampa Bay – Without their weapons, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, I know Perriman did good last week, but like for them to score a ton of points in this game, I just don't see it. What's it who's it going to come from? I just don't see Anybody, all these guys that's, getting that's going off.
5: Thing. First of all, you got, you got a terrible defense here uh, in Houston. Right? They're, they're in Tampa Bay. Okay. Winston is going to throw until his hand falls off. So, if he gives me 45 or 50 pass attempts again, right. I don't care who he's throwing to. He's going to put up points. They're going to put up points. And the team is going to put up points. So, I don't have that concern at all with Winston. As long as Winston's in there, he's going to keep throwing the ball as much as he can.
4: Right. But what I'm saying is, in, ter- am I, in terms of fantasy is one thing. I'm talking about in terms of this game. I just see, because of the... You're losing your number one and number two wide receiver in this game.
1: And it I know Powerman much. will see
4: a lot... But I just think that Winston's going to throw a lot of picks in this game because when you have lesser receivers out there, maybe they're not on the right same page together. You're talking about new guys coming into the lineup. Winston and these guys might not be all together in terms of route running and everything. Maybe Winston makes a couple mistakes. Maybe the wide receivers make a couple mistakes. All of a sudden, four interceptions for Winston, two of them to the crib, and this becomes a blowout in Houston's favor. And Tampa Bay only puts up, uh, what, 20 points, 17 maybe? No, I could see no. that happening. I could see it happening.
6: It could happen, but I don't see that. 17? No, I think he'll score at least in the 20s there. So, the, uh, okay. Listen, I, I'm, I'm not betting the under. I, don't, I may not love the over, but I'm not betting the under. I will be betting the over on Winston at deceptions. Usually <laughs> that line, usually, usually, it's a half. It may go up to one and a half for uh, Winston because it, he is who he is. But you think about it, that means you're betting on uh, 32 for a season, 16 times two. Usually for a quarterback, it's a half. And I almost always take that. Uh, with quarterbacks you don't trust here. So I'll certainly have that prop. No doubt in my mind.
2: Yeah.
4: As you guys know, uh, Winston, 30 touchdowns, 24 interceptions this season. That's, that's not good. Um, but, no. hey, Leeds League, Leeds League in passing yards. So there you go right there. Uh, and we already mentioned, I guess, Jim, the guys that we would start in fantasy. The musts are Watson and Hopkins on the Texans. And uh, I guess Winston and Perriman. If you got them and you don't really have dominant wide receivers, Perriman's a pretty good start, it looks like, in this game. So there you go. The rest are fringe, as we said. All right, are we ready to move on to the next game at 4.30 p.m. Saturday? Buffalo, oh, I can't wait for this game. I can't wait for this game. Buffalo Bills at New England Patriots. I hope Buffalo destroys them. Uh, they are plus 6.5, Buffalo, on the road here. I'll take. I'll buy a point, make that 7.5, I'll tell you right now. Uh, and then over under 36 and a half. Low. Low, low total here. Uh, and I, I guess that makes sense. I mean, that's probably what it's going to be. But what do you think, George, about the, this spread and this over under? Are you touching anything here? I do like the Bills a lot here.
6: Uh, so do I. Uh, I think the Bills can win this game outright. Yeah. And are you going to give me almost a touchdown? I'm definitely taking the Bills. <laughs> they, obviously, they want you to bet the, uh, the over. Right. Uh, you know, or the under, you know, 36 and a half. They, they, that's a really, I mean, 20 to 17, you got it, you're got you over. And that's nothing in today's NFL. Right. But I don't know if New England sc- could score. Without Buffalo making mistakes, I just don't know if New England can score here. I'll be betting, this will probably be my highest bet of the day on Buffalo covering the spread.
4: There you go right there. Because New England, against lesser teams, much lesser teams, defenses, don't look great on offense. I mean, even against Cincinnati. like I mean, they could get shut down by this Buffalo team. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, But we'll get into the fantasy starts in terms of these games. And we'll take your phone calls after this. Get on the grid. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Be right back.
0: Apple podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Woo.
5: Want to be the next daily fantasy millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with the DailyRoto.com Optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. There you go right there
4: where millionaires are made, dailyroad.com. Use the optimizer. Make sure you use the promo code. All right, fantasy football frenzy. Welcome back. A lot of questions in the chat, Uh, so I do want to get to those. Let's finish this uh, this Saturday game real quick. Uh, Jim, Buffalo Bills at New England Patriots, as we said, plus six and a half. Let's throw up that board Um, because we got fantasy starts here. Fantasy sits, right? Buffalo
5: there's only one. He's having himself some fun with boards.
4: Yeah, I've been making a few <laughs> boards out there. Um, only start I really have here for Buffalo, I got Singletary and the Bills D. I'm riding them out. Because uh, pretty much, I think all three of my championship teams have the Bills D. So I'm riding them all out. Pats, James White, Julian Edelman, Pats D. Fringe starts, I put Michelle and Beasley. John Brown. I think we can say is a sit in this oh, scenario,
5: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right?
4: I mean, any yeah, objections? Yeah, after to? a
5: very hard, hot start to the season, he has definitely calmed down, no doubt about it. Yeah, um, you know, plus gilm more you know, competition, you know, he's seeing tougher defenders, but, you know, he, he's still having some, you know, his average week right now is probably around 11, 12 points, which isn't bad. No. But, you know, in, in three out of the last four weeks, he's caught three passes or less. And that's the part that's scary to me. Because at that point, you absolutely need a touchdown to score. And I just don't know if there's going to be a lot of touchdowns scored in this game.
4: Right. And then, you know, like under normal circumstances, playing an average defense or below average defense or whatever, start John Brown, you know. Uh, He's been putting up enough points to be a quality flex. But this is the Patriots. uh, And he's going to be, he's the number one receiver on the Bills. He's going to be locked up by the Patriots. So I don't think you're going to get much here out of him. I feel like Josh Allen's gonna run a lot and it's gonna be a lot of singletary in this game. Just a lot of the Bills being old school Bills. Because nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. And they'll be circling those wagons all game long. Hopefully keep I mean no one's really scared of the Patriots office, but keep Brady off the the, field.
5: The the, the only problem with that whole, you know, they they circle the wagons is (laughs) they still almost always die. (laughs) <laughs> when they circled the wagons they almost always die
4: they almost always die
5: <laughs> yeah because the indians would just stay out of pace and just run around and flop you know on their horses ride around and just shoot arrows at them until they die well they should have hid behind the wagons then you know what i'm saying well they did try to hide behind the wagons but you you start throwing a couple of flaming arrows at those those wagon canvases those things start to <laughs> go on fire and it's all wood man it all catches
4: it's very true.
5: So, uh, you know, everybody always says, oh, they circle the wagons. Well, that wasn't a very good strategy for the people back then to circle the wagons. But, I mean, they lasted a little bit longer than if they tried to run with those wagons, but not much.
4: <laughs> well, hopefully circling the wagons Saturday will help uh, the Bills to a victory. This is for the division and for a possible home field advantage by what have you. This is huge. I don't think... When was the last time, George, the Patriots were in this type of situation with a division opponent? I mean, when was the last uh, time they had a battle for the division at the end of the season here?
6: been a while. That's a be a has been a long time. Yeah, it, it's a, uh, I don't know the exact date. I think it might have been 07 rings a bell here. But it's, it's been quite a while since they've uh, been in this kind of situation where they haven't, uh, again, maybe 08, come to think of it. I think mm-hmm. it might be 08, uh, where they, you know, where they haven't had the division wrapped up. Just tells you how bad the AFC East has been forever. Right. You know, uh, Jets, Dolphins. Every now and then, one will have a good year, but neither one's been able to put together any kind of, I mean, really any kind of competition for towards the Patriots. So uh, listen, there's nobody I'm dying to start here. By the way. No, I. Mean, I there's a reason this game is the over under at 36 and a half. And points are not going to come here. You got to worry about Edelman. By the way, I don't think he's an automatic start either. He's got the uh, the, the tendon damage in his knee. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's going to hinder him. Yeah, you know, that's not going to heal in f- five days. You're worried so about everybody
4: in this game. That
6: pretty much, except for maybe much, the yeah. defenses. <laughs> oh yeah, but Buffalo, New England, I love those. Yeah, yeah. The defenses go. Yeah, sure, give me go the DSTs. It. I think they'll play great. Because uh, one I think that's this game is this game smells like another 16-10, The first game here, I it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, uh, I don't. I'm not going to bet the under, mind you, because it seems like whenever I bet an under that's too low, it always goes over. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe there'll be a return for a touchdown, and that's what cost me there. But uh, like I said, give me all of Buffalo plus six and a half. I'll take the money line. I'll take the, uh, the spread easy. I I, uh, I just think I just I can see them even winning the game, but not by a touchdown, not unless they get that late return. Oh, they got you know Josh Allen throws a pick six, and there goes my uh, my cover. I could see that. Mm-hmm. But if it's a straight game, I think Buffalo has a damn good chance to win this game.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, if you're worried about the over-under, I just, pl- I just plugged in something here. Um, I did a little teaser. Took the under and the bills. You get the six-point spread with the teaser. So it would be plus f- uh, 42.5 would be the over-under. Feels a lot more safe on that under. And then plus 12.5 bills. I would like to make that. I would do that. Yeah, I would do that. Because you know what? I think it's going to be really close. I'm not worried about pushing it to 13.5 or something like that. I think the bills could actually just win this game.
6: That's yeah. one. If I lose, say, what am I going to do? I lost. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I like that a lot, actually. I, if it yeah. doesn't come true. I imagine the over would be the one that busts you there again. You know, uh, just weird things happen in the game, and it went over. Right, but uh, yeah, watch them run all over scorers. each other. Yeah, <laughs> or something like that. Uh, it, could, yeah. it could be a bunch of defensive scores. Right. <laughs> that that's my biggest worry. Jim's got it right there. There's fumbles. There's returns. And like, oh my god, or special you know, teams. Over, yeah, they're turning over the ball deep in their own zones, making easy scores here. You know, that, that would be my biggest worry here. Because in that first game, man, neither team could move the ball. I think the uh, the one touchdown came on a block punt. I uh, thought about that. New England blocked on Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I just can't see this game being a lot of points. It'd be a good game to watch. It'd be an old-school football game. Yeah. Enjoy what it's going to be uh, on Saturday.
4: That's why I will really definitely enjoy that one. I love these old-school games. Hope And I'm assuming it's going to be freezing cold in New England. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Nice and icy. Uh, freezing
6: cold here today.
4: Yeah. Absolutely Uh, Brittle here today. I mean, bad. Uh, So there you go right there. I did want to say this. Buffalo plus 220 on the money line. If you're interested in just Buffalo outright. All right. We spoke about those fantasy starts. Let's move on to the last game on Saturday, 8.15 p.m. Saturday, December 21st. You got the Rams at San Francisco 49ers. Bang, bang, Niners gang. Their chance to uh, really put things away and get into the playoffs hot. Before they meet Seattle at the end of the season here, Um, 49ers minus 6.5 at home there, as they should be, over under 44.5. What do you like here, George? you like anything here?
6: I do. Uh, I'm not in love with this game, mind you, but Mm -hmm. uh, I do like some stuff here. Rams, I think they had their heart broke last week. right? Uh, They didn't show up that game against Dallas. They would have shown up and won that game, and Green Bay wins Monday night. Rams could have been, and once again, the Rams win this week. Rams would have been in a wild card spot. Now they they need, I think they need like thirty six things to go their way. It's one of those weird situations here. Mm. So uh, I don't think they're gonna. I just don't think they're gonna really care all that much uh, to show up for the game. The problem is this is a parlay situation. If I'm gonna bet San Fran, I want to go on the money line. It's minus three twenty five. So I got to find a partner, which for me is not that hard. I'm a hockey guy. There'll be twelve hockey games. So I can easily find a parlay partner there, mm. and that's probably where I'm gonna go with this. I'll parlay San Fran and You know, uh, I don't know, the Colorado Avalanche, something like that, a game I like. I haven't looked at the NHL schedule yet. So I'll probably end up doing that. I just don't think the Rams are going to show up well. that much. Goff's got that thumb injury as well. I don't know if he can throw Mm -hmm. uh, or how accurately he can throw, I should say. So I like San Fran in this game. There
4: you go right there. I like it too. Minus six and a half. I think that's perfect. Uh, You know, because then I think they could cover that. If it was seven, you know, seven, seven and a half, I wouldn't like it as much. But all right. Will, by the way, a couple of big uh, news tidbits here. Alexander Madison has a chance to return Monday. Madison may not practice Thursday, but Coach Mike Zimmer said running back is doing better and has a good chance to play Monday against uh, the Packers. Jim covered that covered already. Covered that, yeah. That could That's be, be Milwaukee. I wouldn't trust anything he says. Uh, but w- another thing, Will Greer getting the starting nod on Sunday. Will Greer. There you go right there. Perry Field said Greer will start Sunday at Indianapolis. Get them them Indianapolis Colts defenses ready if you need to stream defense in the championship. could work out.
6: need to stream a defense.
4: So maybe there you go.
5: It's not a a bad thing anyway. Colts defense has been playing pretty well lately.
4: Yeah, yeah. There you go right there. So Colts defense. All right. Uh, Terms of fantasy for this game, okay? San Fran, you got the Rams. I put down, obviously, for the Rams, your must-starts are Gurley. You have uh, Higby. You want to go with Higby? Uh, I don't know. How you guys feel about Woods? Higby
5: is even in question with Everett coming back. Yeah. I mean, I know Higby's been great, but, you know, they were trying to get Everett more established before they were getting Higby before the injury. So that kind of worries me a little bit. I mean, rational coaching would suggest you go with the guy who's been red freaking hot for you. But but, uh, can we, you know, accept (laughs) or, or, Definitely say that they're going to be rational about it. I, man, that, that, those kinds of things scare me a little bit. Yeah. For the most <laughs>
4: part, they usually screw you over, these coaches. Yeah. So, uh, they
6: they try and be, they try and outsmart everybody else. Right. And that's, oh, it. look at this. No. They might Higby use both.
4: Has, yeah.
6: Right. Higby has 38 catches his last two games, but let's throw Everett in there. We'll, we'll catch him off guard. It's stupid. It makes no sense. Uh, Higby has, by the way, 26 catches the last three games. I mean, in over 100 yards in each game. I'm sorry. I'm starting Higby. Yeah, I think Jim's right. right. I, I probably am I um, too. Know what can happen? But I can't say I'm not concerned. Right. I'm concerned. But if he does it, then you know he's an idiot, and there's nothing I can do about it. They, they, they're nuts to go away from Higby.
4: Right. Right. I, I mean, if you're a team that had to stream tight end going into the championship, you, you might have Higby. I think you're rolling tide with Higby. Roll tide. All right. We'll be right back. Finish the rest of this game. We'll take your questions and answers. Give us a call right after this. Get on the grid. Sports grid. Friends, we'll be right back.
3: Full time fantasy.
6: The best team doesn't always win a fantasy championship. You may have lost last week. Dude, I get it. It sucks. Nothing worse. Nothing worse. It's like a hole. But here's the beautiful thing you'll be back next year. You'll be smarter. You will make better decisions. You'll be more thoughtful. You'll be more thoughtful in 2020 than you were in 2019. And
5: maybe you'll be luckier in 2020 than in 2019.
0: Weekdays, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers.
4: Pick. Welcome back. Fancy football frenzy on a championship Thursday. Gotta get it done here. It's now or never.
5: No
6: football tonight, though.
4: No Thursday night football, yeah. We got Saturday games.
6: That's sad. That is. I is hate it? That. <laughs> I'd like to watch a game tonight. Yeah, it's sad.
4: Yeah. We got Christmas shopping to do, George. Come on.
6: Uh, no, no. No. When, when, when you're married, you don't have Christmas shopping to do. It's the best thing. Wife takes care of that, man. Uh, maybe I'll do some online things for something my girls want, but I'm not. I I I haven't been to a mall and it's gotta be a decade. Well, are you I'm not serious? going this year. Do so you do the online?
4: I hate malls too. I'm with you. But
6: a- Amazon is a lovely thing. It is. Yeah. But you <laughs> don't get Amazon your wife a surprise.
4: <laughs> you guys aren't going to get your wife a nice little surprise gift. I, I don't get know my what my wife a nice
6: really? surprise gift. Little K jewelers. <laughs> my wife no, actually, and I. Actually,
5: I got, got her, her. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, George.
6: My wife and I spend on the kids. So, uh, we don't really get anything. We'll get our, something for us, you know, uh, not really Home appliances. Each. Yes. And that's exactly what we're looking at. My wife, uh, <laughs> we might get each other a couple of things. My wife wants a, a wine for one of those little wine fridges. I'm not a wine guy. I'm not, I don't drink alcohol, but my wife wants a wine fridge. I think it would look good in the house. And then we also want to get a, uh, you know, a very sexy freezer for the garage. Ooh, know?
5: sexy freezer. Okay. I like it, it. I like it Well unlike George um, <laughs> I, I still tend to buy my wife things and actually I, since I she's not around and she won't hear this I got her Telling a her. very nice uh white gold necklace with some diamonds on it that I got Oof. actually the Danbury Mint uh they put out this they put out some really nice jewelry um, you know it's it doesn't cost an arm and a leg so it, it's nice that way but it really does look nice going to get some Ooh yeah you're going to
4: get
6: some play Jim <laughs> keep in mind right? <laughs> i get screwed it, by the way you know it's, it's not february yet chris <laughs> and not not good and i get screwed and not in a good way by the way it's the uh, th- this month we got christmas right yeah next month is my wife's birthday and then as mm. jim so, just said february we have valentine's day which is the most screwed up holiday ever it's the most made up holiday like, yeah. That like, every guy just gets blasted or whatever and then that's it's my a, anniversary in march oh. A so shoot. I gotta get got to get four in a like row. Four <laughs> gifts and like, right. It's just like, oh, and what do you want, honey? Oh, I don't know. Nothing. Um, boom. Okay. What do I No, oh, It just drives me insane. You're broke now. after March. Yeah, that's a quadruple. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. And I'll be betting heavy, and uh, you know, baseball season turns around to make up the money. <laughs> yeah, at least try to make up that money.
5: I don't have that problem with Valentine's Day. My wife thinks the same thing about Valentine's Day. She doesn't care about that. So.
6: Oh no, not my, my wife tells me straight out, oh, that's nothing, guys. You get nothing.
4: Well, that's, here's the thing women. Yeah, you might get screwed as a but guy. You, but you
6: also people really people get screwed. these people all got they all conspire to screw over every guy.
4: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah vicious, I mean that's vicious, but I'm saying they should also in return give you what you want, you know, on Valentine's Day. A little lingerie, you know what I'm saying. Come on your lingerie. damn thing, you know, all red, you know how it goes. That doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> Come on. no.
5: Oh, not, no. not since, like, no. year two of the marriage, dude. Oh,
4: come on, man. See, I, I, make <laughs> su- I have to make sure that happens. You know what I'm saying? Like,
5: you, you yeah, okay, get a you are telling yourself keep, that. Let her
4: feel good about it. it the yeah, you got to negotiate that in the contract. There you go right there. Valentine's Day. Yeah, I know. I feel your pain, guys. Uh, it happens. Plus, it's but cold as hell in
6: do. February. Football season has just ended. So, Valentine's Day is just depressing. Yeah, there's that lull period. I hate the month of February. After football, <laughs> right, yeah. right after the Super Bowl, February just sucks. Yeah. You live in the Northeast, you're cold, it's 20 degrees, it's snowing. Like I said, football's always too early for baseball. You have to really get into it. And you got Valentine's Day. I hate Just can't stand that. Uh, it, it is. It's just brutal. Can't stand.
4: And it is the coldest month
6: here. Yes.
4: These days. Because the seasons have kind of shifted. It used to be like December, January used to be the coldest. I feel like now it's like January, February. Warming. Well, Warming. Yep, you're
5: right. And actually, right, we're, we're all we're all in for a tough winter, Bombers yeah. Almanac. Because we're we're going to get dumped on with a bunch of yeah. snow.
4: Hopefully, we <laughs> had no more snow squalls.
5: As well, that was pretty that was wicked
6: good. yesterday, man. I had to come. It it, to it, uh, it got
5: cause... dark real fast, and then all of a sudden, big flurries coming down like crazy, and then it just went away. <laughs> yeah. And Gabe it's Gabe got
6: co- Gabe got caught in it, so I had to come hey, for him. Man. And, uh, I had a cover phone I didn't get time to sit until he got there and he actually showed a uh, he showed a video during the show I was like oh my god the time lapse video I was like holy god yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was nasty was
4: came, out of, yes. came out of nowhere it's true and we got that alert on our phones I'm sure yeah that was
6: it. annoying actually that Beep, made me, my phone me jump off here.
5: <laughs> right <laughs> it was right next to me and all of a sudden wah wah whoa what the heck
4: yeah that alert very annoying 8448436879 uh,
6: guys I thought a nuclear guys. missile was coming that's, that's what I assumed too. like oh Korea found one. we're we're done right we're over <laughs> here not to worry about the, the game the cowboy game on Sunday now and by the way uh during the break uh, Edward had it uh I thought I thought this is a very funny tweet but he's like if Dak Prescott can't go Sunday and he's going to go by the way but he's making a joke here what backup quarterback should the Cowboys go with Cooper, Cooper Rush, Rush. <laughs> Kellen Moore John Kitna but Jason Garrett. They're all on the Cowboys <laughs> staff. They're
4: all backup quarterbacks. They're all backup Actually, quarterbacks. Kidna was a starter for a long time on the Bengals, I feel like, right?
6: Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah he started yeah. some with Detroit, while, too, yeah. but he's, he's pretty much known as a backup. Kidna yeah. would be my choice, by the way. Right.
4: Kidna. I liked Kidna a little bit.
6: Not much. I'll I liked Kidna, too. certainly not Karen He couldn't complete a handoff. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I know I, Gabe, Gabe this morning was going on a rant About the Cowboys and how Gabe? They never no. have a backup quarterback Yeah, absolutely ripping Jerry Jones to shreds while he doesn't have a plan in place To have a good backup quarterback And they, how he fell backwards into Dak Prescott And everything, all this it's nonsense right. Which is kind of true, so there you go He's
6: right, right. he's 100% right Yeah, not kind of true, it is true They did fall into Dak Prescott He was available in the fourth round That was the year they had a million extra picks too yeah. They had a whole bunch of extra picks, and they didn't trade up to get anybody. Yeah. I was annoyed because I, I wanted to get Dallas Goddard. Philadelphia was one slot ahead of them, but they wouldn't trade you know, a fifth-round pick to move up that one slot, and, and Philadelphia sort of screwed them there. Yeah. So uh, I said, that's just the way Jerry is. Though I think the last good backup probably was Kitna or maybe Brad Johnson. You're talking this is 10 years ago.
4: Right. That was a while back. Yeah, um, I will say it happens, though. I mean, Seattle fell into Russell Wilson, who I think went in the third round. Look at Tom
6: Brady went around six. It does happen. Sure. It happens.
4: Yeah, for sure. I mean, mean, it it is
5: Slate was a six-round pick. I know he's not a quarterback, but he came out of nowhere. It happens.
4: It's harder to nail the quarterback. It's harder to nail the quarterback in the late rounds, I feel like.
5: Well, that's right. It's harder to nail any player in the late rounds at at any position. But Mm -hmm. quarterback's always going to be harder because they touch the ball so much more often than anybody else. Mm -hmm. So all of their, you know, inadequacies come to light much faster.
4: Yeah. Yeah. The running backs. Boston O'Brien just said uh, he feels like the running backs you could get a lot easier in the late rounds, which sometimes is the case. But yeah, I mean, it, there's always that notion running backs are a diamond dozen in the NFL. But the great
6: know. ones are still generally in the first round. But he's right. You, you get a serviceable running back in round three, four. Yeah. That happens. Especially teams nowadays don't believe in uh, spending early draft capital on running backs. I mean, so you can get one there. It, uh, I think that's true. I uh, maybe the old Green Bay teams. Under Ron Wolf and uh, certain GMs. They believe they're taking a quarterback in almost every draft. Because most of them won't pan out. But the one you do, even if you have a great one, and they had great ones in Favre and then Rodgers. You know, if you build this guy up, Mm -hmm. it's all good to have a backup, but you can also trade him. Yeah. You know, and it's better to trade him before anybody sees how bad he is, right? And you go on from there. What's his uh, name, Flynn?
4: Flynn. Oh, that was the biggest (laughs) one, yeah.
6: Threw, like, what?
4: He had the most touchdowns for, like, a Green Bay Packer. Six touchdowns, I think, or something in that game.
6: Yeah, I guess Detroit in that, uh, yeah. that one game.
4: <laughs> and that, that might through his career.
6: Yeah. <laughs> he went to
4: uh, Seattle, right? And then Russell Wilson took over shortly after. Um, all right. Let's break down the rest of this. Last game here, and then we'll uh, take your calls if you want to call or we'll answer your chat questions. I got a bunch here. Uh, Rams at 49ers. Uh, we said, Rams, girly, you're starting cup. I don't know what you're doing with Woods. I don't have Woods. I'm happy because I wouldn't want that headache right now. Uh Higby, we're leaning towards. You don't know. This could be spread out between everywhere. I think Gurley is the is the for sure thing that right there though. Gurley is the guy you gotta start. San Francisco side of the ball, you're starting Gucci. No, I'm kidding. You're not starting Gucci. Uh you're starting um who are you starting? Morsted. I'm, yeah, I'm starting Debo. I'm starting Debo. I don't care about the dud. I'm giving him another chance in the championship. Yeah, me too. I well,
5: risky. Yeah. Up Although against Ramsey, kicked my butt last
4: week.
6: Would you yeah. say against Ramsey? Up, up against Ramsey? I don't Sanders. Know if I'm going Debo. Sanders is going to be up against Ramsey. For the most no. part, I would think. So they'll switch off. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if Ramsey will travel. Yeah, he, he may won't figure. go
5: after Sanders in the slot. Right,
6: right. he may just uh, stay on his one side here. But I, I'm going to be worried a little bit worried about Debo there. Where not? Well, I'm not going to say he's a must. It depends on who else you have on your roster.
4: Right, right. It depends. Um but, I, like, he'll get those end arounds, Debo, too, sometimes. They do a lot of different things with him. I like that. Uh, what about Sanders? Did you guys start Sanders?
6: Same situation. I don't yeah. think he's a must-start. No. I think it depends on who else you have. I think they're both the same. One could break out. They could have even, you know, it's, uh, the range of possibilities is all over the place for really Sanders, and, uh, Samuel. Uh, plus, Richard Sherman's returning this week. Mm-hmm. That should help that secondary there. And I think they're a little angry about what's going on, losing to Atlanta. I think they really do show up this week. That's why I like them so much. Uh, And they have to win. Mm -hmm. If they want that game in week uh, 17 to mean something against Seattle, got to win. Yeah,
4: I think they win this game. In terms of real NFL, yeah, I think they win this game. I think it'll be fine. You'll see a lot of Mostert. He's definitely a guy you're starting. Um, I don't know. I guess you're starting the 49ers D. I guess you would if you got him, right? Uh, I think they should do all right. Goff with a Bruce Dumb. Goff throws picks. He gets sketchy I'm, at times. I'm okay.
6: Yeah, i am probably starting. I don't think... Even, I, even if Indianapolis, KC, the ones we were talking about that could be available on your waiver Wire, Indianapolis, KC, was it? Denver was the other one we like. Yeah, Denver. I think, I'm, I think I'm still going with San Fran. That offensive line for the Rams could be sort of a mess. Mm-hmm. I'll oh, take yeah. my chance that Bosa and company can get through.
4: Yep. There you go right there. And Kittle, of course, you're starting. I him. got the yes.
5: 49ers at four, so the only three teams I have added them are the Ravens, the Patriots, and the Steelers Is
4: Steel
6: Curtain against the Jets. I could see I like the, the Jets, Jets defense winning.
4: this week too. Yeah, I think the Jets might actually win this game. Exactly. I, I claim the say? Jets
6: against, I might have claimed the Jets against Eric. <laughs> I had, I've been streaming defense in that league for a while. It's what yeah. I. It's what I do in a it lot works. of leagues. Yeah, so you works. get. You oh, do yeah, get screwed some like,
5: weeks. It, it, it's not like you're expecting Pittsburgh to put up a lot of points, right? The Duck. Now,
4: there's a reason why they call him Duck Hodges.
6: He throws ducks.
4: Yeah. Duck Hodges is going to be throwing ducks left and right. Don't worry about it. It'll be easy for the Jets. No, it won't be easy, but it'll be a a low-scoring battle. What is the over-under in that game, actually? 37 and a half. It's higher than the Bills Patriots. My whole point. (laughs) Jeez. All right. Well, a couple of questions before we get to the end of the program that I got from the chat. Uh, First one, Cortland Sutton, DJ Chark. You got to pick three here. Cortland Sutton, DJ Chark, Darius Slayton, Brashad Perriman, or Terry McLaurin? I'm assuming this is PPR. He didn't clarify, but in a PPR format, Jim, oh,
6: yeah, uh, say
5: PPR. I, and I like McLaurin this week Me going too. Up against those Giants. I like him a lot. This week. Um, Herman would be another one just because the upside is just there. It just is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chark is hard to trust after
4: I'm not the injury. In.
5: I, yeah. I think they're trying to rush him back for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't finish the game. Who else was there?
4: Uh, Denver Sutton. Sutton
5: and Slayton.
4: I like Sutton, man. I think
5: I'd go I go with Jim Sutton as well over Slayton, just would, because yeah. he 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 should get more
6: looks. Mm-hmm. Should also get more Darius Slay. Oh, that's a good point, oh, man. I'm going I'm to go Slayton. I like I, I agree with Jim and Parryman McLaurin, but because of Darius Slay. Yeah. Oh, I, Although I think Slay. the Lions are done. By the way, I think they I think they've mailed it in. They're looking forward to Christmas and going golfing and Yeah, yeah but vacations. Slay could
5: play good just for himself to get his own I numbers agree. up and keep up. And I agree. Love. I'm going. I'm yeah, going with that's Slayton. that's a good point. I think i go Slate,
4: too. And, and it's for sure we got uh, New York Giants got Daniel Jones quarterbacking.
5: Yes. Okay. So, yeah. He, that's only sense. because they don't want Eli to go out with a losing record. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs>
4: talked about that yesterday. That's true. I mean, it's crazy, but it's true. Um, all right. Another one more, a couple more before we hit the end here. This is one of my own um, that I'm having a really tough time with. I ha- in the flex, I have um, either Philip Lindsay. Okay, in the championship here. Or Adrian Peterson. Peterson. That's what Peterson. I'm saying.
5: Although the Giants are tougher to run on, but uh, yeah, I would go Peterson's Peterson. has
4: been mad, so good. And it's he, he always seems
5: touched down. to do well against them.
4: Yeah, yeah. And I think and they'll put up points.
5: He's, been, he, he's, he's done nothing.
4: Hey, there you go right there. All right. Fantasy Football Frenzy tomorrow. Break down the rest of it. We'll take your calls. Championship week is almost over. And then Christmas. Shout out to the Goon Squad, Fancy Football Frenzy. Make sure you get on the grid. BFFs are up next. See y'all later.
0: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: I'm going to miss you.
3: (laughs) Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy.
0: I didn't want
4: it to end. Robbie Anderson misses practice today due to an illness. But I expect that's just, uh, you know, obviously just an illness. So hopefully he'll be back.
5: He's sick of the Jets.
4: Yeah. I'm sure the whole <laughs> team is. Um, except for Adam Gase, maybe.
5: Because
4: he's got to be sick of himself. That's the only thing he can could...
5: do. Now, th- this is an interesting thing to me. If you're the Jets, do you want to feed Bell this week going up against Pittsburgh? I mean, you got to think if there's anybody motivated on your team to do anything this week, it's got to be Bell. If I'm the coach, I'm looking at it, giving Bell the ball 30 times, whether it's on the ground or through the air. The
4: problem is Gase is the coach.
5: Well, that is the problem. <laughs> and as we're seeing with everybody that gets free of Gase, he is the problem.
4: He is the problem. Um, but Gase, like most coaches will probably be like, yeah, have your revenge game. He has 30 plus touches. But Gase, I don't think so. It might be the opposite. It might <laughs> actually be the opposite.
5: Which is Well, ridiculous. if it's the opposite, then Gase absolutely needs to be uh, on the sideline or Coaching an XFL team.
4: <laughs> exactly. There you go right there. Um Dalvin Cook, unlikely to play Monday. Me and uh, Big we were talking about this yesterday. He was he's got a lot of Dalvin Cook. I got a lot of Dalvin Cook. Um we said we almost want to see him ruled out. Right now it's just unlikely, it's not guaranteed, but uh we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully you have Mike Boone or Ah,
5: but wait, no, no. See, here's a rub though. You can't trust any of this. Because now, you know, Mike Zimmer's coming out today and saying Oh, well, you know, we, we have a, a good expectation that Madison should be able to play on Monday night. Now, I don't trust anything that comes out of Zimmer's mouth. So, you know, it could be just flat out lies trying to get the defense to look in a different direction. Right. And it could be Boone and Boone only, except it's a Monday night football game. If Madison is out there, that really hurts the, the value of both of these guys because you just don't know what the split is going to be. And it's really hard to work, wait for that Monday night matchup uh, to, to make that decision. I mean, most people won't have that luxury, um, you know, unless maybe you have Jamal Williams on the other side that you can throw in at the last minute if you have to. But, man, if you got somebody that's a little bit more solid in the Saturday or Sunday games, you got to play them over him.
4: Wow. Yeah, it's interesting. Hopefully we we get news tomorrow, some guaranteed news, whether it's out or in. We'd like to know exactly what the case We're is. They're not gonna
5: though. You you can forget that. Not if this happen. is what Zimmer's saying now, yeah. then either it's true and Madison is gonna play and we won't know that till Monday night, or it's false and he's not gonna back off that story because he's trying to get the defense to look in a different direction.
4: Right, right, right. Throwing the wool over the packers' eyes.
1: So while we also won't know over
5: this. We really won't know this until Monday night. <laughs> unless Madison tries to practice and really gets hurt again.